Good morning, Anthem. Welcome. It feels like we're on that countdown towards Thanksgiving uh, this Sunday. And we thought that as part of our Stay Positive series, we wanted to include as one of our themes, as we've been going through this Stay Positive uh, series recently, the idea of Thanksgiving and gratefulness during this difficult season that we're all in. So today, join us for the, uh, our talk today, Stay Positive. Your bank account is close to red You want to cry yourself to bed It could be worse, you could be dead Remember what I said, stay positive When the folks next door have a bigger home A nice sports car and a garden gnome Your minivan has zero chrome You're blessed with what's your own Stay positive so we're probably moving into the weirdest Thanksgiving that some of us have had uh, for a long time. I was speaking to a friend of mine recently who said that um, in, he can't remember a Thanksgiving that had more than 25 or 35 people at their house. And so obviously this year is going to be very different. But I believe it's all the more important that we make these intentional choices in our lives, a daily choice and an intentional choice to say, I, as a person, as a follower of Jesus, I'm going to stay grateful, I'm going to stay thankful, and uh, I'm going to, hopefully, if we can, can put our lives on track in this area, we can be the kind of people that leave a legacy of thankfulness and gratefulness to the next generation to, and to those around us. You know, Psalm 118, uh, or sorry, Psalm 100, sorry, says, enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So, so, so basically, even our time together here today, as people who've set this time aside today to worship together in this online format, we're saying, I'm entering the gates of the, of the temple, of the, of the courts of the Lord with praise. I'm entering God's presence with thanksgiving. The, 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 the password, if you will, the, the, the key card that gets us into God's presence is thanksgiving, is, is to say thank you. And the, the, just the big idea that I want to share today is that I believe that we can make thanksgiving and gratefulness a, a, a choice that we make each day. We can make it a, uh, an intentional choice throughout, uh, throughout our, our lives, and we can make it a, a legacy of gratefulness and thankfulness. I really believe it's important that we learn what it is to be thankful, to be grateful daily. Another, another verse from the psalm says, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And every one of our days is bringing new challenges, isn't it? And your days are no different to mine that, you know, you kind of, you, your eyes open in the morning, whether it's just to the sunlight or an alarm on your phone or whatever it might be. And we've got that decision. How am I going to approach this new day? And God's word says, listen, the, the new day is a day that God has made. God allowed the sun to rise. It's a gift from on high. And the psalmist said, I am going to rejoice. See, there it is, that daily choice. I'm going to rejoice and I'm going to be glad in this new day. Imagine that, that way to start a new day. Imagine by declaring it as God's day. 
declaring it as God's creation, that a new day is a reason to be thankful. And God invites us into this opportunity to, uh, to, to turn every situation that we're in into praise, to turn every situation that we find ourselves in into thankfulness, into gratefulness, that even in, in tough times that we can make that decision to be grateful in the midst of it. One author that I'm going to quote a couple of times this morning, Mark Batterson says, whatever you don't turn into praise will turn into pride. That's an interesting thought, isn't it? That whatever we don't turn into praise will turn, uh, uh, will, will turn into pride. We, if, we get, if we get that, that feeling in our, in our brains that our accomplishments are because of us rather than because of God, or that the, the, the sunrise each morning is because of us and not because of God, um, it will turn into pride. It will, it will cr- result in us getting puffed up and starting to think that we've done something great rather than turning every situation that we're in back to our great God as praise. It's important to be, uh, to be grateful daily. Do you ever uh, go up to some person and say, the, say, how are you? And after you've done it a few times, you decide, I'm not going to say, uh, how are you to that person anymore? Because it always results in them, them being coming back to me with something negative about their day. And it's not that you're trying to like not genuinely ask them how they are, but you get the feeling that this person you're talking to, and maybe you're thinking of some individuals that you interact with just like I am. Maybe Maybe you're thinking of some people that you ask them how they are and it's always negative. Well, I wonder if, if sometimes we can be like that. We can be the person that's, that's got a negative response. When God gives us that opportunity to respond to each day's sunrise with recognizing this is the day that God has made and we have an opportunity in the midst of tough situations to rejoice and be glad in the breath that God has given us. I believe it's important to to be grateful daily. I believe it's also important for us to learn to be grateful intentionally, to make that intentional choice on a regular basis. And this requires us thinking about it, intentional choice to be grateful. 1 Thessalonians Thessalonians 5.18 says this, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. In Christ Jesus. Paul say to the church in Thessalonica, give thanks in all circumstances because that thanksgiving is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Tell me, have you been looking for God's will in your life? Are you asking God, 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 what's your will for me? Well, often when we're asking God what, what is his will for us, we're often asking uh, sort of logistical questions, really. It's, it's about, should I buy this house? Or, or should I take this job? Or should I develop a friendship with this person? Or should I marry this individual? And, you know, I spent a lot of my 20s asking God, should I be marrying her? Should I be marrying her? Should I, you know, and usually it was like, it didn't matter what God said because she was saying no. But, you know, eventually I'm asking God, should I marry this person? When it seems from the scripture that to find God's will in our lives is a lot less more about logistics and more about our attitude. Because let's go back to that verse. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you 
in Christ Jesus. You want to know what God's will is for us today and tomorrow and in the midst of difficult decisions and uh, things where we'd really love to know the answer? God's will for us in those situations is to be thankful. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, in the, in the Jewish Talmud, which is the, the, the commentary on the Old Testament law, it says this, A man embezzles from God when he makes use of this world without uttering a blessing. Listen to that again. A man embezzles from God when he makes use of this world without uttering a blessing, without making that decision to give thanks. In other words, if you enjoy something about this world without thanking God, it's as if you've stolen from him. And Mark Batterson again says, anything else other than gratitude is grand larceny. It's, It's that kind of theft. So so, uh, the Talmud tells us that an observant Jewish student would would give a blessing, would give a thanksgiving about a hundred times a day. Listen to to what he wrote here uh, about a time uh, in the Old Testament times. During the days of King David, a devastating plague is said to have claimed the lives of a hundred Israelites every single day. Sound familiar? Anyway, that's when a council of Jewish rabbis prescribed the practice of reciting 100 blessings per day to counteract the plague. And according to Jewish tradition, the plague stopped immediately. And Badison says this, I can't promise that gratitude will cure whatever ails you or stop the coronavirus, but gratitude is a great place to start. And that's where blessing begins. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever thought, well, I'm, I'm grateful for everything. I'm just, I'm just thankful for, for everything in my life. Well, I think that generic uh, gratefulness is about as, as good as generic confession, you know? Have you ever wanted to say to God, hey, God, I'm, I'm just sorry for everything that I've done. I just want to confess I'm sorry for everything. Well, in those situations, we would, we would hope for specifics. In fact, you, know, if, if you would never accept that with your kids, would you? If you have children, uh, you wouldn't just say, hey, just, you don't just ask your kids to say sorry. You ask your son to say sorry for hitting his sister twice. You, know, you, you make it specific. And I believe God looks for that in us as well. He's looking for specific and intentional thanksgiving and gratefulness in us, choosing to be grateful, choosing to be thankful. Even if situations around us don't um, uh, endear just natural thankfulness and gratefulness in us, we have to make a choice if we're gonna follow Christ and follow his will to live grateful lives, to live lives of thankfulness, even in the midst of trial. I believe that God asks us to, uh, to be grateful daily, to be grateful intentionally, and as well as that, be grateful for a lifetime. That's, that's, a, that's a tall order, but, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to take those first two to get to this one, isn't it? It's going to take daily and intentional gratefulness in order to get to that place where we are offering God a lifetime of thankfulness. Uh, Hebrews 13, 15 says that through him, through, through Jesus, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of lips that confess his name. 
Can we make gratefulness a continual act? Uh, uh, can we make praise and thanksgiving a long-term habit? Through Jesus, let us offer a sacrifice of praise. Let us continue to offer a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. I hope that the fruit of my lips, the fruit of the lips of this person that confesses the name of Jesus is thanksgiving and praise. You know, last year, I decided to start doing Yelp reviews. And, you know, you're familiar with Yelp. You know, if you want to find a good restaurant, you look up to see what the reviews are like. And I, I made a decision when I thought I'm going to start doing Yelp reviews is that I'm only going to say something when I have something good to say. When I can put a four or a five star review on a restaurant or a service provider or a mechanic or a florist or whatever it might be that I'm getting services from, the only time I'm going to write a review is when I have something good to say. And, and my words are power. You know, Yelp even, Yelp is, uh, even stands for, it's an acronym for your enthusiasm leads to prosperity. Isn't that incredible that your enthusiasm for a product or a service or a restaurant leads to the flourishing or prosperity of that service in your community? Isn't that incredible? Your enthusiasm leads to prosperity. Did you know that that was, that was there? It's not. I totally made that up. But I, I just thought it was kind of fun and that's how I wanted to view it that my words are going to lead to flourishing and prosperity of everyone whom I thank, every, everyone who I'm grateful for. And you look at my Yelp reviews if you like, they're all good. But I decided that I, in that avenue, I'm only going to speak blessing. I'm only going to speak gratefulness and thankfulness. If you listen to Ashley's message here at Anthem last week, she was asking that question that, uh, that somebody had asked her. What, what, what do you want your funeral, if you die at 90 years old, what do you want your funeral to be like? If, if for, you, know, you were lucky enough to die at 90 and all the people that had lived around you in your life were at your funeral, wouldn't you want your funeral to be marked with comments about you like this person, like Colin, was a, a person who was continually grateful and thankful. And I know that's not my MO in a lot of cases. And I have to decide and I have to look at God's word and apply God's word in my life in order to get to that place where I'm deciding that I want to leave a legacy of gratefulness. I want to leave a legacy of thanksgiving, not just because it's the time of year, but because I want to be known for a person who is grateful and thankful in the same way that we've been saying even just the last couple of weeks, be encouraging to those around you, be supportive, bring strength, bring courage, insert courage into the world that God's put you in. Wouldn't you like to live a life of gratitude and to leave a legacy of gratitude over the next years or even decades? I want to do something for you that I feel like is going to help us in that respect. Um, uh, this box may just seem like a regular uh, shipping box that you can order off of Amazon. But this box was given to us about 10 years ago, and it's called the God Box. And I want, I want to get a God Box like this. I've got one for every one of you. And if, if you're uh, checking out Anthem for the first time and you live in this area, we want to get one to you. So um, uh, 
put your your name on the comment in the, on the uh, connect card on the front page of our website and we'll get one of these boxes to you if you know me personally and most of you who watch this do message me text me i want to get one of these boxes in your hands so come to my house one day this i'll be here all day uh, every day this at home every day this week or i'll come to you or we, i want i want to get one of these boxes to you and the reason is is this every thanksgiving and every time either my family or uh, if we're together with our extended family, every time we get together as a larger group, we decide to write down together what we're thankful for. And we've been doing this since 2010 with my family and my brother's family and sometimes my, my in-laws uh, in and my mother-in-law and, and, and my wife's extended family. Because it's 10 years, I get to look back today on literally dozens of pieces of paper. We're going back to when my kids were just, in some cases, barely able to write. We're able to look back on periods of our life, some that were tough, some that had big transition, some that uh, had transition times for our kids going to schools. Some are silly, some are fun. But every one of these uh, moments of Thanksgiving reminds me that, God, that we're putting God at the heart and the center of our lives. And we're saying, God, we want you, I want you to be in the middle of my family. And I call it the God box because he's the, he's the one we're grateful to. He's the one we're giving thanks to. And uh, it is the biggest joy for us every Thanksgiving to say, uh, when our family gets together, make sure you bring the God box. Make sure you bring it. And when we've traveled back to the Midwest, we've taken the God box. And when other family members have come here to the East, to the East Coast from over there, if they've had it for a season, then we've brought it back. And if, you are, uh, if, you have, if it's just you and a spouse, um, or if you're single, or if you have a family or an extended family, I believe you would value, you would benefit from making a note regularly, maybe it's just once a year, maybe it's two or three times a year when you're together with, with uh, f close friends or family. And you say, you know what, let's, let's, let's fill the God box today and make it a thing where it helps you to leave a legacy of gratefulness. I know that in, in decades, hopefully after I'm dead and gone, my kids are going to look at the contents of this box and probably laugh and cry as I did when I started looking through this again this afternoon and getting ready for this talk and then getting ready for Thanksgiving. Because I've got so much that I can look back and I can see the hand of God around my life and around the life of my family in some of the most difficult times. And this, the, the contents of this box later on reminds us of whether we're being shallow, whether we're being thoughtful, whether we are responding to God with a heart of thanksgiving, or whether we're just the same as everybody else. But uh, I believe that this is one of the ways that we can practically say, I want to make a habit of a lifetime of gratefulness and thanksgiving. And I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you to, to, to get in touch with us this week because I've got a box. I've got a hundred of these boxes. I've got one for you and I'd like you to take one. And as much as you could say, oh, it's just a shipping box with a sticky label on it. We'll make our own. You probably won't do it. It's, but it's something that if you take this and, and you talk, tell your kids what you're going to do with it, how it's going to work, how you're going to use it. And at the end of your Thanksgiving dinner this year, Pull this thing out 
and pull a pad of paper out and give a pen and a paper to everybody in your family or everybody that you're with and say, I want, it, I want us to all write some things that we're grateful for in our lives and write some genuine thoughts about this year that we've been in. And for many of us, it'll be, it'll be a tough, some tough writing. But to write, to be able to look back in years to come at what God has done, not just for us, but in us as we choose to be people of gratefulness and continual thanksgiving.